0: Chapter Two I turned on the shower and stood under the water until it ran cold. There was a dull ache building behind my eyes, and I knew from experience that it was going to get worse before it got better. I tried to remember the last time I'd eaten, but nothing came to me. When I went into the bedroom to get dressed, I found some pants and a semi-clean shirt on the floor. I slid them on, then crossed the room to Liz's closet and opened the door. Most of her clothes were still hanging inside. I ran my hand back and forth along the line of fabric, then stepped back and sat on the edge of the bed. I sat there for a while, staring into her closet and listening to the sounds of the house. Empty houses have unique noises, almost like the rooms themselves are listening. The sensation of being observed felt so real that I couldn't pull myself away. I kept going back to what Greg had said, wondering if Liz and I were better off apart. The more I thought about it, the angrier I felt. I knew Greg wouldn't say anything unless he thought it would help, but I couldn't figure out what the hell he'd been thinking. Liz and I weren't better off. We were miles from better off, and he knew it. The pain behind my eyes turned sharp and I forced myself to get up and head to the kitchen. I needed to eat, and to clear my head before going out to the ravine. I found some ham slices and a can of cheese Whiz in the refrigerator and made a sandwich using two crusts of bread. It was all I had in the house. If I wanted to eat again, I'd need to go into town and do some shopping. The idea killed my appetite, but I ate anyway. The sandwich was dry, and when I finished it, I grabbed a beer. It was enough to keep me going. I leaned against the counter and closed my eyes. The breeze coming through the window was as gentle as a kiss, and it felt good on my skin. After a moment, I reached for the phone on the wall and held the receiver to my ear and dialed Liz's mother's number. I let it ring once, then hung up. What was I going to say to her? If what Greg said was true, if I'd threatened to kill her, what could I say? She'd expect an apology. More than likely, she'd want me to beg her for forgiveness. And that wasn't going to happen. She was the one who'd left me. The one who'd packed up and walked out with no warning. But she didn't care about that. Wouldn't even want to talk about that. No, she would want to talk about my pills and my blackouts. Nothing about her. She didn't care about the fog that came with taking the pills, or how the color drained out of everything a little more every day. None of that mattered to her. All she'd want to know was that I was taking them. Nothing else was important. But I wasn't going to deal with that anymore, especially now that she was gone. I finished my beer and dropped the empty bottle in the sink then opened the cabinet above the refrigerator and took down a bottle of Johnny Walker. I broke the seal. The pain in my head faded with each swallow. The more I thought about Liz, the more I wondered if Greg was right after all. Even if she did come back, things wouldn't be the way they were. She told me the night she left that I'd always remind her of Clara. That wasn't something I could fight. I took another drink then capped the bottle and went down the hall to the bedroom. I opened my closet and grabbed a large cardboard box off the top shelf. It was marked winter and filled with sweaters. I dumped them on the bed, then opened Liz's closet and started tearing clothes off hangers and throwing them in the box. I was going to make it easy for her, for us both. I'd emptied half the closet before I stopped and looked down at the dress in my hand. It was like a snapshot. I could remember her wearing it several times over the years, but right then all I saw was the first time. The Fourth of July. The night we grilled hamburgers in the backyard and ate outside on the porch and watched the fireworks bloom over the cornfields. I remembered Clara saying the dress made her look thin and the way Liz laughed and smiled and told her she was a charmer. I remembered the way she looked crossing the bedroom toward me later that night.